welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. Now today I wanted to just do a short bite-sized episode as a little extra one to look at Christmas fears when you have an eating disorder and how to overcome them. I'm going to be looking at five Christmas fears that typically come up and to give you some suggestions of how you might navigate through these tricky times. And I guess this was prompted as tonight I am out on a Christmas do, which I am really looking forward to. And I was just reflecting on the fact that for me these days, going out to a social event like that, where there's food, where there's drink, where there's lots of people, is actually something that I can really look forward to and enjoy. But I know that when you're in the depths of an eating disorder, that is often so far out of reach. So hopefully I can give you some tips inspirations and things to think about which can help you navigate through the next week or so. So the first thing I think that people often struggle with is the high frequency of events. You might find that you have lots of meals out, get together with friends, with family, extended family, just so many things in a short amount of time. And I think again it's something that I'm generalizing here, but I think people with eating disorders tend to be the kind of people often that will overfill their calendar, say yes to everything, want to please people, and perhaps don't want to kind of miss out, don't want to let people down, like being busy, so can often really overfill their diary and get in a place where they just feel completely overwhelmed and everything feels unmanageable. So I would just say to you, you don't have to go to everything. It's okay to say no, and it's okay then to say yes to the things that you do really want to go to. Now, I know sometimes that this can be challenging if they're family or close friends involved, but I would really encourage you that if you do feel that your calendar is just overbooked, that it's too overwhelming, that it's too much, talk to your close friends and family, explain what's going on, and explain what you can manage and set some boundaries just to make it all a bit more doable. Okay, the second thing I think that often people struggle with is a fear of other people commenting about their bodies and looking different. Now, I know this can be really hard if you're in on a weight gain journey. It can be really hard as well. Perhaps if you're covering from binge eating um, and you your weight is sort of fluctuated, maybe you look very different from how you did last year, you know, sometimes this can bring up a lot of anxiety. So what I would say with this is, get support again from your loved ones in advance. So talk to the people that you can trust, you know, talk to the people that you can trust in your inner circle who understand that you're worried about this so they can have your back, they can look out for you, they can really be there for you. And if you can, if you feel able to, you could even communicate with some of the people you're gonna see ahead of time Maybe send them a text or something, a message, just to say to them, look, I'm in recovery at the moment. I'd so appreciate if you don't comment about food, about my body. That would be so helpful. I would appreciate that so much. Another thing with this as well is try to be prepared because I think 
We can't control what other people are going to think or say. And with the best will in the world, a lot of people don't understand eating disorders. And sometimes they can say things that are really, really, really unhelpful. But I think most people generally have good intentions. And sometimes they just don't realize how unhelpful their comments are. And they may hold a lot of internalized um, sort of diet culture, weight stigma, all these things that can get in the way. And sometimes people just will say really unhelpful things. So I guess the thing to try and realize here is try, if you can as well, not to take comments too personally if they do come up. Remember that if someone's commenting about weight or body image or something, it probably says a lot about their own relationship with food. So really try to depersonalize it. Really try to have curiosity and compassion for that person and just realize that they probably don't really realize, you know, just how unhelpful they're being. But if someone does say something as well, you know, I think be prepared to have a response or go and talk to someone as well. If you feel like you can't come back and counteract it or say, please don't talk about this, go and have a vent to someone who you really can trust and just talk about how it made you feel, okay? And probably as well, we're talking about worst case scenario here. I think you often have the fear that people are gonna comment, but actually in reality, it doesn't happen. So I think again, you know, try not to catastrophize these things. Um, and um, if it does happen, you know, talk to about it, talk about it and get support. Another thing that you can do as well is wear something you feel really comfortable in, that you feel really good in. I know this is hard as well if you're adjusting to changes in your body, but again, it really helps. If you can sort of face the day with a smile, with some confidence, wearing something that you feel comfortable in, that you really like, again, it's gonna help you navigate that situation so much better. Okay, the next one is navigating Christmas lunch. Okay, because this can often be really challenging, so much food, um, maybe a buffet meal sometimes, maybe family and friends around that sometimes you might be a bit tricky being around some people. So I'd say with this, really stay in your own recovery lane. Do your regular eating. So even if you're having a large Christmas lunch at a certain time, keep doing your regular eating. Do not compensate around the meal because so much more likely then that you will find yourself feeling out of control around food, etc. So think about what you might eat at the Christmas meal or whatever meal it is. Have a bit of planning ahead. I'm not talking about an obsessive way, but just having a thought about what you would like to eat, what's going to be helpful, what's going to be fit, fitting into your recovery plan at the moment. So you feel like you've got some sense of control. Sit next to someone at the meal or if you're at a buffet, talk to someone you feel comfortable with and try to be a bit mindful with your eating. Um, because I think often in these situations, sometimes we can feel really anxious, we've become mindless, and then we might eat more than we feel comfortable with, we feel we've broken a food rule and things can escalate. Again, talk to someone, get support. I think being open, getting people on board who can get us and really understand what's going on can be so helpful. And also as well, plan plenty of distraction things around the meal, after the meal, as needed. Do what you need to do to help yourself feel safe. Next challenge, when it all gets too much with family. So with this one, it's so normal, I think, that sometimes family can be challenging. You know, the people we love the most sometimes, you know, sometimes relationships can be really, really difficult. So I think what's really helpful to say here is it's really normal that families have their ups and downs and communication isn't always the best and the most smooth. No one's family is perfect. <laughs> really, I try to remember that. When you're around family, 
who you find perhaps a bit intense and you need a break, make sure that you have your boundaries in place. So make sure that you have your alone time. Make sure that you have your distraction activities. Make sure that you maybe go out for a walk or do something really, really kind for yourself. Maybe have someone on hand who you can call or text or message so that you can have a vent if you need to. So try not to feel that you're going to be in a situation where you're kind of cornered and you can't escape everything for a bit. Have your sort of strategies in place and have someone close to you knowing what those strategies are so they can really back you and support you. And the final one is how can family help? How can your carers, your loved ones, your supporters really support you at Christmas? And I think the important thing is here is they probably need to ask you what is the most helpful because we're all slightly different in terms of the help we need and what we're going to find valuable, what we're going to find really unhelpful. I would just say as well to anyone who's a family member who's listening, say ask your loved one, what can I do to help? Don't assume, because I think with the best of intentions, we can think we're doing the right thing and sometimes it just really doesn't hit the mark. Um, yeah, so also familiarise yourself, familiarise yourself with the new Maudsley animal model, if you're not aware of it, which really emphasises um, being a dolphin, being a St Bernard, you know, that's coming from that really warm, loving, kind, accepting place where you can be calm, where you can just offer a lot of love and acceptance and safety in a way for your loved one. And as a family member as well, you may have your anxieties, your frustrations, etc., going on, but I think it's really important as well. You might need to vent those frustrations yourself to a close friend, someone who's not your loved one, not your loved one who's suffering, so you can kind of clear some of that emotion so that you're not bringing that heightened emotion into your interactions with your loved one. And it's really, really challenging, I think, you know, just to really acknowledge if you're a family or a friend, you know, if, you're, if you are a family or a friend who is, has someone with an eating disorder, you are going to really, really struggle and feel worried and frustrated and, you know, lots of different emotions going around. I think you just want to really normalise that, but it's important to take care of yourself and maybe you need to go out for a walk or look after yourself and treat yourself kindly in that whole bigger picture so that you are not feeling really emotionally volatile and that it's all too much. Okay, so those are my quick super tips, super tips. And um, yeah, we'll just quickly recap on all of those. So with the high frequency events, you know, really set your boundaries, think about what you wanna to go to. You don't have to go to everything. Looking different, get support, Think about if someone does comment where that comment's coming from, think ahead how you might deal with these things and get people on board, your loved ones who can support you with this as well. If you're navigating Christmas lunch, stay in your own lane, do your regular eating, don't compensate around it, think about what you're gonna have, plan your eating, eat the foods that you really want to eat and maybe distract yourself afterwards. When it all gets too much with family, have your little breaks and your boundaries in place. It's okay to look after yourself. And with family, family, don't assume that you know what's going to be helpful for someone with an eating disorder. Ask them what they need for their support. And um, yeah, familiarise yourself. I cannot say that word today, can I? Familiarise yourself with the new Maudsley Animal Model. If you don't know that already, look at dolphins and St Bernards and you will really get some great tips on how to be really present and warm and loving and accepting for your loved one. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed this little bite-sized episode. 
and I'm wishing you all a very peaceful Christmas and new year and thank you to everyone who is listening to the podcast I so appreciate it if you're not following me already do seek me out on Instagram at the eating disorder therapist underscore and for further support with your relationship with food do go to the eating disorder therapist.co.uk if you enjoy this podcast I'd be so grateful if you'd follow rate and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon.